everybody, welcome to Bite Me Podcast. You may remember us as having a podcast previously, maybe. We're um, back! We're, it's kind of weird, though, for because actually people listening are, you know, like... It, it doesn't seem like we've actually ever been anywhere because I released an episode last week. It's more like we took two weeks off. I released an old episode, and then we're recording a new one now. So I, I don't know what that feels like to people that actually listen to this podcast. But either way, we're here, and that's good, I think. Um, anyway, episode 420? 325. 325. Colby's here. He's got a great Pink Floyd shirt on. Dylan's here. His shirt is just gray. Yep. That's all I got. Which is weird, because I saw Dylan. Dylan and I hung out quite a bit last week, and he's got a lot of very amazing shirts. And none of them were just gray. That's true. That's yeah. true. It's all right. It's, it's kind of right. cold. It's colder than it is in Florida, though. It's, it is... Uh, it's actually very nice out here today. Yeah. Um, today is very pleasant. And when you were here, it was actually quite pleasant, too. A little bit Yeah, rainy, it wasn't really bad. that hot. It, it was, was quite nice. It, nice. The temperature got to a, a usable, livable thing for Dylan. Just for Dylan. Mm-hmm. Um and then it's been raining since he left. I think Florida's sad. That's what I. That's what I think. And Dylan's like Florida's crying because Dylan's no longer here. All right. Uh, if you forgot how this podcast works, because I kind of have, um, we start out with what we're playing. Um, I've not played much. Colby's played a lot. Dylan's played nothing. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, we do news, which you're going to talk about Diablo, and then we're going to talk about Stardew Valley, and then we're going to talk about Sega. And yeah, exactly like that. Um, we're going to talk about the Mario movie a little bit. We're going to talk about cheating in video games. We're going to talk about how I really don't need to buy a new Elite Series Two controller, even though there's some new ones and they're cool. Kind of want one. I man, if, it's a, if I knew that they had fixed the RBLB problem, mm-hmm. I'd get one. If they but were I don't know that if they were any cheaper than they were, like they're still very expensive. But God. We're going to talk about Ubisoft Plus, too. we got a couple of questions, uh, one from Mr. Polite, one from our deacon, and one for Clyde, um, who's the new AI we have in um, Discord. So go to discord.com. No, bitemepodcast.com slash discord, and you can talk to Clyde. Um, So far, mostly, we've just been harassing Clyde. and Clyde needs to get his shit together. That's Clyde's what I say. very polite about it. He's extremely polite about it. Um, mostly, he has no thoughts or opinions about everything and just wants you to know that he's a chatbot and he's just here for chatting and doesn't like to be, say, run through the sword. And he also does not like it when you run through other people with a sword. But anyway, we got He Clyde. also won't diagnose medical conditions. He won't. Really unhelpful. Although, and I what will say. good is he? I will say that Clyde did give me a very good-looking recipe for macaroni salad. So, you know, it's not all bad. You would love some, you lose some. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, we got some questions from him. I don't know if we'll go through all of them because none of them are particularly good. Um, they're not particularly bad either, though. They're just very average. And we got, like, a just a boatload of cheap free games. I don't even know how many. There's a lot. So we'll, we'll do that at uh, at the end. But for now, we're going to start with what we've been playing. Dylan, did you play anything, or are you just kind of, like, not I playing? don't think so. That's it's fine. been a really, like... I don't even know how to describe the last bit. Um no. I've kind of been the same way. Like, I decided to play Dragon Age Inquisition because I just, like, couldn't get into anything. Like, nothing sounded fun. That's part of it, too, is, like, I don't even know if I have much time to put into a game, but then Mm -hmm. 
I don't know. I think I think I'm excited for Diablo though. Yeah, yeah. No, I can see I that. I kind of want to turn your brain off hacky hacky game. I think that sounds that sounds I, cool. I 100% agree. That's I mean Dragon Qua- Dragon Age Inquisition is not exactly that game, but it is well, I'll talk about it later, but anyway, well, I guess I could talk about it now, and Colby could go after me. Um, Dragon Age Inquisition, it's a game from, I don't know, 2014, probably, thereabouts. Um, going into it, I had no idea that it was essentially a Ubisoft game, like, wrapped around a, like... Skyrim? Like, if you took Skyrim... But, I mean, I guess when you really think about it, like, Skyrim's not that different. Like, Skyrim's just, like, go a bunch of places and do a bunch of things and then, you know, come back. And this is literally just, here's a big map, go to all these places and see what happens when you get there. Sometimes there's caves, sometimes there's puzzles, sometimes there's bad guys to kill. And it's exactly what I wanted. Like, I just wander the countryside with my little group of adventurers and kill stuff and like find new places and unlock a big giant map and like might like tell my OCD to be quiet for a minute and it's it's absolutely exactly what I wanted. I didn't know it was what I wanted, but it's exactly what I wanted. The story's pretty good. Um I'm a I'm a dwarf and I'm like I don't know, going to save the world or something. I'm closing rifts. Um and so far it's just like it's really exactly what I needed in that, like, kind of scratches that Skyrim itch. It kind of scratches that, like, Ubisoft itch. But I so far, I think I'm liking it more than, like, the last Ubisoft game I played. So, it's good. It's on Game Pass, I believe. Yeah, it is. Um, I think that's where I'm playing it. So, like, man, if you just need a... If you want to play Skyrim again, but, like are like, man, I don't really know if I need to put 120 hours into a game I've already played once. I don't think there's any reason not to just play Dragon Age Inquisition instead. Really scratches kind of the same itch. And it looks terrific. Like, for a game that is very old, it looks really good. It controls really well. Um, I'm playing it on the PC, and I highly, 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 highly recommend not using mouse and keyboard because it's awful but it feels great with a controller um and it seems pretty optimized for a controller like you don't need there's not any weird things it doesn't seem like there's anything you can't do with a controller I'm, I'm really liking it so that's a that's a game worth just like i don't know you played it calls like what 60 hours somewhere in there i don't know if i'll get i don't know if i'll finish it because there's a lot of things coming out that look pretty good um but maybe, I don't know, maybe I'll just keep, like, scratching at it for, like, three months. We'll see. Anyway, Cole, what have you been playing? I've played all the games. Huh. Um, so I don't remember where I left off last podcast. It was, like, the um, 25th. It was so long ago. Help. No, that's what I'm saying, but it was, like, almost yeah. a month ago, so. I beat Mass Effect Andromeda. Nice. Feel good. I don't know if I mentioned that, but I did. But, you know, like, uh. I think that, that begs talking about, because I don't know if you did or not, but, like don't let what you've heard about Mass Effect Andromeda it's real good yeah like cloud I'm gonna, I'm gonna make a, a statement that is gonna be controversial and I'm not gonna like argue with people because I don't give a shit that much but yeah, yeah, yeah. I also played Mass Effect 2 and beat it I had more fun with Mass Effect Andromeda and yeah. I understand that Mass Effect 2 is a uh, let's see probably 10 year old game at this point and you know older system stuff like that but they they learned from all the mistakes of like Mass Effect 2 
and probably three, and they they changed those uh, and made improvements, like the fact that you can jump. Uh, stuff like that. Just little quality of life things that I'm like, man, I wish this game had that, and it didn't. It's but just Mass fun. Effect Andromeda does, and yeah. it's fun. Story's good. And uh, is like like I said, I changed the main character's default skin to another default skin, and it fixed like ninety percent of the uh, the problems with the models. So and, you know, and I didn't, and it was all right just having a character who every once in a while looked like their eyes were too wide and they were just staring blankly at you, going, "Huh." Like, it's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I mean, if anything, I think it lightened the mood a little bit in in, a, in that game. So I don't care what you've heard about that game. It is worth playing. Absolutely worth playing. Give it a shot. And it's it's long. Like, I mean, that's like yeah. the only thing that would make me not want to play it. It's like a 60, 70-hour game. But shooting feels good. Driving feels good. Quests feel good. Like, I really liked it. I really, I like I said, I really enjoyed it. Um, Mass Effect 2, I also enjoyed, but I don't know. Like, I think it's kind of one of those things where it does kind of show its age. Um, and, I mean, like, I still enjoyed it. But, and you're playing uh, the remastered version, right? Yeah, I'm playing the remastered version. Yeah. Let's see, Mass Effect Andromeda. I'm looking at my stats right now. Uh, it does not say time played, so sorry. It's all right. Um, yeah, no, I mean, like, it's still a good game, um, but, like, it has way too many damn companions. Yeah. Like, I think the thing is, is it needs to get rid of about four of them because there was, like, a you know, say I could, I, I think there's nine companions or something. There's five that I'm like, I really like these. And then there's four that I was like, I do, I talked to you, I did your loyalty mission, and that's it. Also, Tali died for some reason. I can't figure out why. I think it's because she wasn't... I did her loyalty mission, but I kind of screwed it up, so she wasn't loyal. So she just kind of, like, died at the end. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, I, like... It's good. I mean, it's still really good. Still plays good. There's, there are some like, like I said, it does feel like a ten year old game in places, but overall, it's worth playing if you haven't played it. Yeah. Legendary edition. Uh, then I started up Immortality, which is the full motion video like game by who is that guy? S I don't know. It's the guy who did her Sam Barlow. Yeah. Um, and it was probably one of the most interesting games I've played. Um, you, so the story is that there's an actress who starred in three movies that are essentially like lost, like, uh, sure. uh, what's that called? Lost media. Yeah. Um, and you have them and you're kind of trying to piece together what happened to her because she has also like become like kind of a recluse. Um, and you think by, you know, going through these videos, you'll be able to find out what happens. And... It's one of those games that I'd like to go into more, but it also is very easy to spoil, and you don't want that game spoiled. So I would just say play it. It's real good. Um, it has a very interesting uh, gameplay mechanic to it. Um, it's also kind of interesting from a, like, it does feel like you're watching like how a movie gets made. So there's a lot of like kind of interesting stuff that like, I'm like, Oh yeah, that makes sense of how they would do that. Um, it's just real good. I 
very much enjoyed it. I, it's like a six hour game, and I think I put twenty hours into it to one hundred percent. It. That's what I really want to play. Like I've been kind of watching it. It looks good. It's real good. I thought you were going to continue talking, and I just took some coffee. That's uh, all right. I'm trying to like pause in between my dog barking. That's fine. Then I played Scorn um, because I've wanted to play Scorn since it hit Game Pass. Um, and so Scorn's like a, it's almost like a walking sim puzzler horror game. Uh, and like, I like all those things. And so I started playing it and it is one of those games that like, there is no tutorial. There is nothing like that. You just get thrown in and you better have fun because you're going to learn how to do everything on your own. And so at first it was kind of, it was confusing. I had no idea what I was doing. I, I couldn't quite get a feel for it. And I'm like, after there's five chapters and after the first one, I'm like, that was good. And that was interesting. But like, I just don't know if I want to do this anymore, but I'm like, I'm going to, I'm going to try and, you know, it's only like a five hour game. So yeah. I'm going to try. And so I started playing the second chapter and having played the first chapter, the second chapter seemed to go a lot smoother. Um, like it was almost like, oh, once you kind of have figured out the flow of the game, you will kind of be able to go a little bit into it, you know, faster. And then I got to the third chapter and was doing good until I got about halfway through. And they're like, oh, by the way, there's now enemies and this is a first person shooter. And I'm like, but I don't want to do that. Like the game doesn't feel good being a first person shooter. I'm like, sorry. <laughs> so I, I kind of played it and I'm like, the, like the guns just don't feel great. And it just doesn't like as a puzzle, you know, walking sim kind of thing, I'm like, this is really good. I was having a really good time. And then they added enemies. I'm like, this is really bad. I'm not having a good time. And I got to a point where, so there's no saving in the game. It just auto saves. I got to a point where I had gotten down to like one health, not one health, but you have like bars, one bar of health. And there was three bad guys. And you can't go back to an older save and like, you know, try and not die as much because it's just, it's just saved. And so it was one of those things where I'm like, I could spend the next half hour just, you know, doing this over and over again and trying to beat these three guys so I can continue on. But then I looked forward in a walkthrough and it's like, oh yeah, there's more bad guys. I'm like, and there was no, (laughs) there was no like health uh things between those bad guys and or the ones i was fighting in the next yeah. one like, so i'm gonna have to do that again um and it was also one of those things where because it doesn't have a save like it just auto saves you have to you know it's not like a it goes far back but it's you know a minute a minute and a half of just like trying to get back to where you were to then die and then go back and then walk a minute and a half to where you were and then die again. And I just, I gave up. I'm like, I don't want to do this. Like if they had taken, I mean, even if they had uh, like, if I had had a, you know, uh, cheat code where I could have had, you know, like, you know, not died. I'd be, I would have beat that game because I really like the aesthetic. It's, uh, HR Giger, you know, esque, very HR Giger esque. Like, yeah. uh, it, you know, was really cool. It had really good, like, ambiance and st- it just once they added combat to it i'm like this isn't good oh, <laughs> and that's so too bad. i gave up about halfway through 
And then I started playing Mothered, which was a game that I paid way too much for. <laughs> um, originally, I thought I paid like two ninety nine for, and then I looked at it, I'm like, I think I paid eight ninety nine for this. It might be worth two ninety nine because it's kind of interesting. It is not worth eight ninety nine. Uh. Um, it is a it is a walking sim horror game, and my screen keeps fl- like turning off. That's weird. I don't, I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing. Probably a bad thing. You've sounded great, uh, Gull. No worries. Okay. Um, but uh, it's like a walking sim, slightly horror game that has like, I don't know, 1997 PC graphic yeah. aesthetics. Um, it's got kind of an interesting story and it's got kind of interesting like thoughts, but... It's just not very good, and the ending, I, so I, I beat the entire game, and got to the ending, and was, I think I was trying to figure out how to do something at the very end, and so I pulled up a video walkthrough, and I beat it, and then I'm like, why does this video have another half hour on it? And so, like, I kind of fast forward, because it, it's kind of a loop, I don't think that's too yeah. spoilery, and they're like, oh yeah, once you beat the, the first loop, you've got to, like, kind of go in and do second loop to like get like the real ending it did i as far as i can tell the game did not mention this at all i have no idea how you would have picked up in the game that like oh yeah you have to play like another like half of the you know thing to get like a real ending um because otherwise i would have just been like nope done and done but uh it it's interesting like i said if you can get it for like 2.99 maybe try it but Maybe not. Also, <laughs> get it on the PC. Yeah. Because it looks like garbage comparatively on the Xbox. The Xbox is super dark um, to the point where there's certain like things you can't really see. And the video walkthrough I was doing was people were playing it on the PC. I'm like, oh, man, that looks like 10 times different. Uh, you There's like an orchard that you have to like walk through. And on the PC, it's like bright and lit and you can see everything on the pc i'm like i or on the xbox i'm like i can barely see things it's so dark oh that's weird so i don't know uh so beat that and then i lastly played the long reach which is a pixel adventure horror game game looks cool um it is it's very good i beat it uh this afternoon um it's you are like a you're not a scientist, but you're dealing with a lot of scientists in a like lab and things go all sorts of the hell. And you've got a, you know, it's one of those games where like, I need to fix this, you know, machine. So I need a belt and some glue and, you know, something else. And so you have to find all those things, combine them and then, you know, use it to fix things. You're mostly searching for stuff, going from room to room, looking for, you know, it'll highlight when you can pick something up or use it. Uh, So, you know, kind of puzzle aspects. I had to use a walkthrough a lot because I'm just not smart with those games. Like, I, you know, the old, like, point-and-click things, I'm just not... I don't know. My brain doesn't work that way. (laughs) Uh, But it's real good. And I did pick that one up for, like, three bucks on sale. So I would keep an eye out for that because it's... I I had a really good time. It looks really fun. Six hours. So, yeah. That's what I played. I've got... 4200 game gamer score this month and it's the like 18th dang <laughs> uh-huh yeah i i think i like p- 
poked at at my game a little bit. Like I I really I don't know. I've just been in like kind of a weird place. It's not like I'm like I don't want to play games. It's just like I can't figure out what I want to play. I get a couple hours into things and mm-hmm. just kind of fall out. I don't I don't know. It is what it is. Uh all right. Next up. Oh, oh please. Go ahead. I also played Loop Hero. Oh yeah. How was that? Uh Loop Hero is very good. Uh I was I was th- sitting there thinking I'm like there's something missing because all those games are games I can't play around my kid. What was I playing when my kid's around? Yeah, Loop Hero. Uh Loop Hero is incredibly fun and very much addictive in that, like, I don't know why I want to play this game as much as I do because it's very simple. You are just going in a loop. You don't really do much. It's auto-battle. You pretty much auto-walk. But the little uh, things outside of the battles that you have to kind of manage make it very interesting and very, like, I'll just do one more loop. (laughs) So it's on Game Pass. I highly suggest it. Nice. Very nice. Uh, next up, let's thank our patrons, the long-suffering people who have been paying us, even though nothing's been happening. Sorry about that, guys. Uh, thanks for sticking around. So if you would like to join our Patreon and get paid, pay us when we don't make <laughs> yeah, yeah, things. Like, you, don't you, don't, you don't get paid. Sorry. Um, I, f- I, like, I feel very rusty at this whole podcasting thing. It's just been just long enough. That I think I forgot how to do it. Anyway. Go to patreon.com slash bite me podcast. You can help us pay for this delightful podcast along with things like the software that Colby and I are talking to right now. Dylan's here too. You, you, you can see him. He hasn't talked for a minute, but it's not because he shouldn't have. It's just because Colby was talking. Say something, Dylan. Talking a lot. It's true. He did say a lot of words. He said a lot of words. <laughs> it's all good. Uh, anyways, big shout out to our $10 producer patrons, Alan Schulte, Joe Cole Jr., Anonymous, and Rich Deacon. Joel was, Joe is showing bleh, bleh, bleh. Joe was throwing out that we should do a Patreon podcast, um, just like like our, our producers can do a podcast when, like we, a when we don't want to. Yeah, like a takeover. I think it's a great mm-hmm. idea. Um, I don't know who Anonymous is. We might have to either leave them out or or like they run can call a voice changer. They can wear a mask and and run a voice changer. It'll be like those unsolved mysteries people. So you know, one way or the other, think about it. It could it could happen. It could be fun. Uh, thanks. Anyway, patreon.com slash bite me podcast. And now, Dylan, help me. Please, God, help me. News. All right, so Diablo 4. Dylan's excited about it. I'm excited about it. I don't know if I'm like $60, $70 excited about it, but I'm probably excited in, say, July, August, like maybe... Maybe thirty dollars excited about once it. the Microsoft. Yeah, you know, like I, I want to play it, but I'm not in a hurry. Like I got, I got fifty-five, sixty hours of Dragon Age Inquisition left. That should get me through to when Diablo Four goes on sale for the first time. Um, it's gone gold. It's on its way. But here's the the weirdest thing that I've heard about this game is there is not going to be a mini map. Like there is not. Or, I'm sorry, that's not. That is a lie. There will there be a mini map. There is going to be a mini map, but there's no overlay map, like none. So, yeah, right? Why? Um, Why? <clears throat> no reason. Um, they they just think that. Well, actually, so there is a reason, and I I kind of hate it. Um, and the the reason is is that they think it'll make it like more immersive. Um, it's that you know you have to explore the areas and figure out where you're going, as opposed to just being able to rely on a map. And 
Like, I am absolutely not that kind of gamer. Yeah, like, I know that there are people are. There are people that, you know, really want to... You know, like, Dylan, like, I think you, you like, really, like, understand how, like, Grand Theft Auto cities work and can drive around without, like, the Grand Theft Auto GPS. I think that's great if you want to do that. I think there are people that, like, there was a big thing a couple of years ago with uh, Breath of the Wild where you, like, turn off all of the HUD and just Mm -hmm. rely on... um, like kind of the game prompts to tell you what you're doing, you know, like you don't, you don't need a cold and hot meter because you can just like, look if you're shivering or if you're sweating. And like, I absolutely get that there are people that want to play a video game that way. I am not one of them. Like I, I don't just want a mini map. I want a line showing me how to get to the next place on the mini map. Like I just don't understand it. Like it's such a weird, it's so weird to have three video games that, absolutely had a map that you could just overlay over the top of what you're doing to see where you're going and like that's a it's not just them like every game that's copied Diablo has also had that and then just for them to go like nah we're just leaving it off on the fourth shot out it seems super weird to me like super weird to me but I don't know what do you guys think yeah I think it's kind of weird that it's it already existed in the franchise. Otherwise, I don't think I would care because I you think it's know. kind of a game by game basis can make decisions like this. Like, usually you'd be like, "Well, I like HUDs, right?" And then you play Dead Space, and you're like, "I don't care. It didn't wasn't necessary, right?" So, like, could they want to make an immersive game? Maybe is that just an excuse? Probably. <laughs> um, can it be a better immersive game without a map? possibly i really hope it's easy to navigate though um in a game with similar textures and dungeons laid out in similar ways that are procedurally generated possibly and limitless dungeon crawling um should you probably have an overlay map probably yeah and, um, and there is one in the pause menu so like there is right a map, you can it's hard to judge too because may, maybe a mini map is fine um, yeah. I think I used the overlay map a bit in certain circumstances. I mean, I can't, I can't remember. It's been, it's been long enough that I've played it that I don't really remember how I, I, I played it. Um, I don't know. I, I know that Colby and I j- beat Diablo three, like, I don't know, three months ago, four months ago. And we beat Warhammer Chaos Bane a month ago and both those games have an overlay map oh. and I know we both used them extensively Constantly. during that yeah. game like I mean yeah. they're mapped to M or whatever and you like click it on and off all the yeah. time so I, I just yeah. think it's a really weird design decision I think it's I think it's weird and it's also weird that the, the tweet was like no plans at this time mm-hmm. it's like really? Yeah. of course if it was planned it probably would have been done done <laughs> because I don't is it really that complicated to like lower the opacity on the mini map and blow it up on the screen right i i know literally about zero about this stuff but like i don't know that's in the scheme of like complexity that can't be the most complex task so I don't know. I'm not going to have too hard of an opinion until I actually play it and be Try like, it. man, yeah. I really need this overlay map because it might just work. It might be fine. I don't know. Like, 
not knocking I, points off. I don't but know. It's it just like just, it does seem weird because it's just existed until now. So much of that game is clearing out, like essentially, like the fog of war from from everything, and you can't really see that from the mini map. Um, right. The mini map only really shows you like what's right there. Right. So I don't know. Maybe maybe they've redesigned the levels to to make that less necessary right. but yeah it could be i mean as a new iteration it could be different it could be fine i don't know i'm excited like the, to me like the biggest problem with that game is is with not having a mini map with not having an overlay map is that i only want to play those games multiplayer for the most part and having to essentially pause while you're playing with someone else is kind of weird. Right, those na- it never works when you have to like pause in real time. Yeah. Like you're just getting beat up while you're lost paused. or beat up. I, or, I, yeah, yeah, it's. I just want to know which direction to go. Right, so. just just and tell me left. We'll see. P- potentially could be a be lame, but it might be fine. It might I be fine. Know. We'll see. Um, either way, I'm excited to play that game. Like. Very. Uh, another game I've decided to play is Stardew Valley. I've only put like, I don't know, 160 hours into that game, and I just don't have enough. Uh, the creator of that game, uh, do, you, do you prefer to call him Eric Barone or Concerned Ape? Concerned Ape. Concerned Ape, yeah. I, I go with that, too. Um, has announced that he is actually going to create a Stardew 1.6 update. Um, it's mostly... Uh, to create hooks for um, modders, it's to make the game easier to mod, which is great because like modders have already done really impressive things with the 1.5 version on PC. Like you get this, there's an entirely new area. Like there's new NPCs. Like there's some really cool stuff um, that you know they've already done. So making it easier would be great. But he is also going to add new game content. There'll be new. Um, a lot of, of new like text you can talk to people and they'll say different things uh some new stuff so I'm, I'm very excited to get sucked back into stardew because man that game was like my pandemic jam it was like all i played for a long time like me and my wife played a lot of stardew valley it's just it's just good like it's such a it's such a great chill game. So that is happening. Be excited. Um, he is actually pausing development on his other game. I like think it's so weird like that he... I mean, that dude's got to be oozing money. And he's like, nope, I still make games pretty much by myself. Um, like, I don't. does that make you a control freak or just really someone who knows what they like? I don't know. I don't know. I respect it, I think. Yeah. I, li- I very much like the, like, I guess, auteurness of it. Like, I like... <laughs> I like seeing people's visions realized yeah. like in a way that's not compromised. Yeah. Um, and I mean, in that, it doesn't always pay off. Right. No, nope. but in that, like in that case, like you're like, I like this and it d- doesn't have uh cons. Yeah, absolutely. Like there's probably things in there that you're like, ah, that's not my favorite part of that game, but there's so much that you do like, and it's, that's the game you wanted to make. Like that's, that's cool. You know who I really respect, though, is um, Concerned Ape's girlfriend, who I believe is now his wife, I think, who, like, went to work every single day for, like, six years um, while he stayed at home and noodled around on a video <laughs> game. <laughs> like, There's, there's paid, a level of trust there. <laughs> paid their rent, paid for their everything, food, car, you know, right. everything, while he worked on a little tiny shitty desk in their, like, living room. 
uh, building Sturdy Valley. So like props to that lady. Like she yeah. she she's the real hero for Stardew. Uh, Sega. Okay, so the news story here is that Sega is buying Rovio, the folks who make Angry Birds, for seven hundred and fifty million dollars. Uh, that's a steal. It's it well. It was probably a steal like 10 years ago? Nah, even like 4 or 5 years ago. But when you consider things like Candy Crush, which I mean, yeah, bigger. Wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're like 7 billion. Yeah. Like paying 750, you know, million for a game that has a huge install base and Two movies, like name recognition. Yeah, yeah. Like that seems like something that would go for like three or four yeah, billion. Yeah, like that that's fair. Like I, I don't disagree that it, they got a good deal. But would you have thought that Sega had seven hundred and fifty no. million dollars to buy anything? <laughs> like I was I, I was very much like, oh the in the, the story there is actually that, that Sega bought Rovio, but the part of it that interests me is how, where did they get it? <laughs> like what has Sega done recently that would give them seven hundred and fifty million dollars? I'm I'm very confused. So, yeah, it's it's happening. It's already been approved by shareholders. So, assuming that I don't I don't know, like that it doesn't get regulatory problems. I don't know why it would. Um, it's already done. So it they think it'll be like handled by this fall. Um, Rovio will oddly enough become part of Sega Europe. Um, and, and that's all it is. So good for them. Like, I don't know. I, interesting. I, I loved Angry Birds back in the day. Like it is probably the only, it's most definitely the only mobile game I've ever beaten. Um, like, yeah, like I, I, I didn't like three star every single level, but I beat every single level and three starred the majority of them um like angry birds angry birds 2 it's good 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 stuff so good good for sega i guess uh let's see super mario brother movies yeah neither of you guys have seen it right no nope. do you want to i refuse to because it's either woke or not woke depending <laughs> on who you ask and i find that hilarious <laughs> i'm so, I I saw a comic today that I thought was very funny, and it's you know it's like a GIF. It probably or it's a graphic. It makes more sense if you see it. So I think the first person is maybe Siskel, and he's saying animated animated movies are not cinema. LMAO, and then like I don't know that those Reddit like shitty drawings like the crying one does that do you know what, what i'm talking about he says no you can't just say animated movies aren't oh, cinema well, yeah i guess i don't know they have deeper meanings in the themes just like live action and deserve to be taken seriously and then it's a picture of Anna, anita sarkeesian saying animated movies made movies are cinema therefore they should be subject to serious critical anal analysis like any other artistic medium and it's like this big ape like slamming its fist down because this game's got a or that that movie's got a 96 percent audience score and like a 56 Seven percent critic score, and people are super pissed about it because they're like, "Well, there's there's no reason that critics should even be watching the Super Mario movie. Like, it's just it's just entertainment. It's just fun." And people are like, "Well, yeah, but but like, entertainment can still be like, like you can still talk about whether it's good or not. You can still talk right. about whether it has, you know, meaning or not. You can still talk if it has character development or not. Like, a, a, a an animated movie can be fun. Any movie can be fun." 
and also be good, but they can also be fun and also be bad. bad like there's, right. there's no reason that you can't. Th- I love Three Thousand Miles to Graceland. I know it's a bad movie, <laughs> but I still greatly enjoy it. It's dumb as shit. Yeah, but also. Who cares what critics think about a movie you like? Like, yeah. I I don't get the, like, well, they should like it. Like, who cares? Yeah. I I think that that is such a, like, weird part of our current culture where, like, I think it, it, it expresses itself not only in, like, the culture wars of, like, Apple versus Android and Xbox versus PlayStation, all that. Like, you have to like what I like or you're dumb. Um, like, people need to have someone else justify the things they spend their money on or else it makes them angry. But also just like, I mean, the, I think it's why people hate video game journalists is because like they think about things in a way that excludes is it fun or not? Like obviously part of any review score is is it fun or not? A part of any movie review is is it fun or not? Because I mean, I think that's the thing is, is a movie can be, a very, very good movie and still be awful. Like, a movie can be technically great. It can have great story, great, you know, whatever, and still not be fun to watch, you know? I mean, I mean, like, I don't think anyone got out of, like, Schindler's List and was like, damn, that was a great time. Yeah. <laughs> like... You're more like... Woo, let's see it again. It's like the best movie you're never gonna watch again. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It, it, it's you a know? very weird feeling when you watch it. Yeah. Like, you know... Uh, and so I think that, you know, there's, there's, I think that's part of the reason people don't like critics, though, is because they have to take things into consideration that are more just like, was it fun or not? Um, right. Anyway. I think, for, I think for video games, too, that's even more, again, like, the weight is much more towards, is it fun or not? Yeah. Because yeah. if I'm going to spend, like, versus a movie, like, yeah, maybe, like, animated, like, animated movies you might weigh is it fun or not more so than it is it like good but that might not be true for everybody too um well and i think that there's also like trying to get out of it i guess too there's probably a difference between you know various you know like the new york times review of the mario movie might be different than you know the i don't know Nickelode- IGN. IGN. Yeah. I, I mean, did, frankly, right? yeah. IGN. Yeah. You know, like they're going to look at it from different. I mean, they're going to look at it from two different views, too. Like who their audience is, who they are, but also like one's a video game company and one's not, you know, like has right. deeper insight into the, the story. But either, neither here nor there. Like that movie is apparently now the highest grossing animated movie of all time. Um, animated? So animated. Yeah. I think so. Oh, nice. Um, no, that can't be right. The I'm sorry. It is that is not correct because there are a couple billion dollar animated movies. It is the highest grossing an- movie based on a video game. So it passed World of Warcraft. Um, but they think that it'll probably pass a billion dollars in the box office too. So um, I don't know. Like I kind of want to see it, but I don't know if I want to like go to a theater to see it like i can just I wait i'll wait I don't until it to, yeah, yeah it'll it'll come to tv eventually right <laughs> uh i also right. just can't imagine i'm gonna enjoy it very much i don't know <sighs> i don't know like it, it could be fine i guess i don't know i'm really i'm really not sure i, I just the trailers i've seen of it have seemed very illuminations and, like, Illumination movies are very fun, but they're, like, real wide and shallow for me most of the time. Like, I 
I like the Minions movies. I like the Dracula vampire. I don't remember what his that's called. So you married a vampire? Yeah, whatever. Uh, um, they're fun, but like they're movies that I see like once and go like, huh, that was fun. And I that strikes me how Mario will be. It's going to be like, oh yeah, that was all right, whatever. Anyway, billion dollars for that. We'll see. Uh, so this is this is an interesting story for me. Okay, so. Bungie has been suing cheat manufacturers, right? So a number of different cheat manufacturers have essentially been sued out of existence by Bungie. Bungie is now targeting third-party peripheral manufacturers, so physical hardware devices that, quote, manipulate the game to provide an unfair player versus player advantage. But what's interesting is, is like, they're not saying who. They're not, like, they. I don't think they want people to know that these things widely <laughs> You can go exist. buy a controller with the turbo trigger. <laughs> but that's, that's what I'm curious is. I don't, yeah. I'm super curious about what that means. They've been very, very close to say is that they're not targeting accessibility controllers. So these are not like the Microsoft controller. They're not things that make it easier for people to play. Right. But they're not also saying what they are. And I am super curious. Do you guys, I mean, like, have you ever heard of this before? Do you have any idea what they're talking about? Not like in mo- in a modern sense. Right? Yeah. I mean, that's the thing is, is it's like the, yeah. the like shitty third party controller that you bought for your Nintendo. Yeah. I'm, I'm hoping it's a super scope. Right? I don't know. It's, uh, <laughs> it's a power glove. They're finally useful. <laughs> it says that they include programmable controllers, keyboard and mouse adapters, advanced macros or automation via artificial intelligence. Um, but apparently they exist for PC and console. So... I don't. I, I'm so curious, and I don't know, and I didn't look into it any further. So it's just going to continue to be a mystery for everyone. But man, I am really, really curious about what it is. So go, go, Bungie. I guess I don't know. I don't like cheaters. I don't like cheaters either. But man, what a weird, what a weird thing. Um. So I've got a bit of a controller problem in that I want to own all of them like it's like Pokemon for me like I've got to catch them all and so I have to be like super (laughs) and like as my wife just pointed out there are only three of us and I have way more than three controllers although not not like an obsessive amount I probably have six or seven maybe um, and I, I mostly just look at fun controllers and go like, oh my god, I'd love to buy that so much, and don't. So I think that that is that's okay. Anyway, um, what I'm getting at is the Elite Series Two controller, which is like the creme de la creme of Xbox controllers. Um, they just released, like, you can buy them from Xbox Design Labs now, so you can make your own. Oh, they're so pretty. 16 main colors, 12 face colors, 17 accent colors for your D-paddles and D-pad, and then 25 accent colors for the rest of them. They're only only $149.99. And, uh, I mean, just in this picture, like, every single, well, I don't want to say every single one of these is great, because there's one that's like gray with gold accents, and it's really dumb and boring. And there's like a green one with orange accents that just it's okay. But like the rest of them are just fun. They're like super, super, super fun and colorful, and I love them, and I want one real bad. So I don't I don't know what to do about that. 
<laughs> so you get enough reward points that you can knock it down to like 60 bucks <sighs> and then buy one. It's tempting because my shoulder buttons are kind of garbage. Like, they work, but not great. Like, sometimes I have to press it a couple times to get it to work. And so it would be real cool to to have a new one. And, God, they're so sexy. Anyway, I don't I don't know where you go. I guess you just go to the Xbox Design Lab. They're, they're really neat. And that controller's so good. Like, I love that controller just unreasonably a lot. Um, like, not only does it feel just absolutely terrific in your hand, like the rechargeable battery that lasts for like, I don't know, 20 or 30 hours. Um, it lasts a really long time and you can charge it and use it at the same time, which is great. So I don't know. It's good. Um, Ubisoft Plus was announced. Um, it's coming to Xbox. No, thank you. <laughs> it's, it's not part of Game Pass, right? It's a completely separate no. subscription. So, yep. It's $18, and what you do get is essentially every Ubisoft game that's available on the Xbox, I guess. Probably for the most part. My guess is it's maybe not all of them, but it's probably really close to all of them. Um, And I guess if you have not played a lot of Ubisoft games and want to just like plow through them like maybe $18 a month is a good deal and I guess if like you were I don't know Assassin's Creed Valhalla comes out I mean I know that that is out right that's the last one it's been out for for a while so let's say the next Assassin's Creed game I don't know what that's called it's fine comes out it's seventy dollars you can beat it in a month like getting an eighteen dollar subscription would save you fifty bucks as long as you remember to so do they have day and date they do have day and date okay yeah so like if you can be like if if you're one of those people that can really like subscribe to something for eighteen dollars be very like hey i'm i'm gonna beat this game and then cancel and not just like subscribe and then keep it subscribed for like seven months. Like maybe that's a thing for you. Like I, I did that with stars. I subscribed to stars and didn't realize I'd kept subscribing to stars, <laughs> you know? Um. Anyway, like maybe, maybe that would work for you, but I don't know. What do you guys think? Like I, there's not any Ubisoft games I really want to play right now that I don't already have access to. So 18 bucks is a lot since I'm already paying 15 for Game Pass. Yeah. I don't want to pay, you know, 30 something odd dollars to it's like play video games. It's like one of those things that if like there was a family plan like and you and maybe there was a family plan for Xbox. I I don't know. It just seems kind of expensive and not not like the best of deals. But like I said, if if you yeah. use it the right way, you could probably do okay. So uh, all right, so that is news. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna do questions, Dylan. Um, well, Clyde's not first on the list, but why don't you do an intro for Clyde? He's our AI friend. Hey, Clyde. Beep boop. Beep, boop. Meep bop. Yeah, good enough. Yeah. Um, so originally I was gonna ask Clyde's questions to you, but instead what I did was I had Clyde answer his own questions. 
And so I like this and we can refute it or Yeah, 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 yeah. So Clyde's first question is what is the most overrated video game of all time? And his answer first of all, like Clyde really wants you to know that he's an AI chatbot and so he doesn't like anytime you ask him this question, he says, uh as an AI chatbot, I don't have personal opinions or emotions, <laughs> but some video games have received mixed reviews or are overhyped. But hey, what one person considers to be overhyped, another person thinks it's a classic masterpiece. Like Clyde is the most like centrist, obnoxious thing in the world, but that's fine. So his he says that the the games that he thinks are the most overrated include No Man's Sky, Duke Nukem Forever, and The Order 1886. Wow. I, you know... Well, I don't think Duke Nukem was forever was rated high enough to be overrated. Overrated? Yeah, yeah. Um, like, overhyped, maybe. Yeah. Um, no Man's Sky... I don't think... I think he just missed the question yeah yeah uh, you know so but and the order okay, 1886 like i've heard like varyingly good things about it like people either really like that or hate it i don't yeah. know i asked the same question to chat gpt and uh chat gpt replied no man's sky watchdogs <laughs> what is with no man's sky like <laughs> people were so pissed at that when it came out but i mean like that's the, yeah that's it's not I would agree that Watch Dogs could be on that list because that's a game that I think was rated fairly high overall yeah. that the opinion would be, I don't think it's that high. Yeah, Except yeah. I don't think it's... Right. People that liked like Watch Dogs liked Watch Dogs. Right. So. Um, I'm more like Breath of the Wild uh -huh. is a good one for this because <laughs> it's like universally like loved. I think it's overrated. Yeah. Um, but so maybe, maybe AIs don't know. Destiny, which... I think that's a fair choice. I don't if you're going to speak overrated. I guess, man, Destiny's awesome. Um, but that's the point, right? <laughs> it has to be. It's so almost universally praised yeah. to be overrated. Uh, and Final Fantasy uh, thirteen, which I cannot speak to. So, yeah. uh, next question we asked uh, Clyde was, "What do you think the most underrated video game?" Duke of all Nukem time? Forever. Yeah. So, <laughs> do, do remember he generated these questions in the first place. Uh, he chose underrated games was Psychonauts, Kentucky Route Zero, and Beyond Good and Evil. Which I feel like two of I feel like Psychonauts is pretty universally rated pretty high and I would say Beyond Good and Evil probably is too. Yeah, and Kentucky Route Zero from people who've played it, like people speak very highly of it. I thought the yeah. first two or three chapters were good, but you know, like it It's almost like under represented maybe yeah like like great games that didn't get as a, much attention yeah. as it deserved. Like Psychonauts so, is old enough. Fair. Yeah. I guess that's fair. If you know, movies Really good, but no one watched it. It's kind of underrated, to, I guess. To me, both Psychonauts and Beyond Good and Evil are kind of weird pulls, though, because they're really old games. Um, like they they were before games sold millions of copies. So right. Um, and Kentucky Route Zero was a game that was released episodically over like ten years. <laughs> so I don't know. Uh, Chat GPT, given the same question, said near Beyond Good and Evil. Val Valkyria Val Valkyria Chronicles. Valkyria Chronicles, Chronicles. Thank you. Um, and Akami and Psychonauts. So 
Um, and like, yeah, I don't be. know that Clyde is not just also using Chat, Chat GPT, GPT. <laughs> so keep that in mind. Um, the next question we asked Clyde is: Is what is the best video game movie adaptation? Adaptation. Sorry. Uh, he says that Final Fantasy VII: Advent Children. Detective Pikachu and the web series Castlevania. I like that. That makes it sound like Castlevania <laughs> is like just <laughs> it's a new grounds. Like so, you know. I, I think I, I don't. Detective Pikachu is the correct answer. Detective Pikachu is the correct answer, and I really liked Castlevania, but I wouldn't say that's a movie adaptation. So. Right. Uh, GPT said uh, Detective Pikachu, The Witcher. Tomb Raider and Mortal Kombat, the 2021 Which film. Which Tomb Raider? Uh, the 2018 Tomb Raider. So oh, not okay. the Angelina Jolie one. I don't know. I've never seen it. Uh, we asked it, what video game has the most memorable characters? And uh, if I can figure out how to close this window, I will tell you what it said. Uh, there have been many characters that have stood the test of time including Super Mario Brothers with its cast of colorful and lovable characters. I knew it was going to be. <laughs> the Legend of Zelda with its protagonist Link and the wise and powerful Princess Zelda. And Final Fantasy VII with its complex and deeply flawed characters like Cloud Strife and Sephiroth. Uh, so, okay. I think those are all terrible answers. <laughs> Chat GPT uh, agreed on The Legend of Zelda, the Final Fantasy series. So all... <laughs> all 17 18 games plus yeah uh, no because there was like x and x2 right so i and, said 15 plus because yeah. there's 15 and then all the stuff Minimum. in between uh the last of us which is that, that, that i think that's fair um mass okay effect answer. i don't and think of it as a um what's the word a series yeah uh ensemble cast yeah is what I'm looking yeah, for. yeah yeah uh mass effect and the witcher so I, yeah. I guess the Witcher. You could say the characters are memorable. So yeah. I would say the Witcher could be there. Mass Effect could be there. I would honestly say GTA has mm -hmm. the most memorable characters. No one, not like. There's a difference between iconic. That's like Mario has iconic characters, mm -hmm. but they're not memorable. They well, don't have memorable quality. You don't remember I mean, hilarious moments. Mario and, doesn't really talk. He like doesn't exactly, have a personality. Like that exactly. He's, he's memorable because memorable. he's there's a million of them. Yeah. Right. Um, and you never forget um, your first Trevor. Uh, yeah. All right. Final question to the fine Clyde was: What video game has the best ending of all time? He said uh, he doesn't have personal opinions because he's a chatbot. But uh, some games with memorable endings include Bioshock with its twist ending that subverted player expectations. The Last of Us with its bittersweet and emotional conclusion. Red Dead Redemption with its heartbreaking and unforgettable finale. However, what one person considers the best video game may depend on their, their you know, experience. Uh, ChatGPT says The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time? Mass Effect 2, you just played that call. I Super did. memorable. Sure. sure. Red Dead Redemption's a good one. They got that one there too. Although I I think 2 I think actually had a two better ending. Better. Uh yeah. BioShock again. Um I don't remember the ending of BioShock being like that great, but I remember that twist in the middle being pretty good. Um and Near Automata, which I don't know which ending. Which one of the 39 endings are they talking about? So All of them. Yeah, anyway. Uh 
feel like that might have been the only one that actually kind of had a handle yeah. on. Yeah, it did all right. It was fun. Uh, anyway, like, don't worry. AI is not going to steal your job. That's all I'm saying. Uh, let's see. Questions from real, actual humans. Mr. Plate asked me a question, like, I don't know, a month ago, and I'm sorry. We're just getting around to actually podcasting the answer. He says he's been playing Ghostwire Tokyo since it arrived on the PlayStation Plus service. And it was a game that I was going to buy at full price when it came out, but I never had the time to play, so I didn't. I'm glad because the game is fine and fun, but I might not have enjoyed it if I'd paid full price. Um, since it's included in something I already paid for, I'm enjoying it more. What is the most recent game to which you had a similar experience? Can you guys think of a game that like you were like, oh, I'm going to buy that and then didn't, but then ended up playing it on, you know, PlayStation Plus or on, um, you know, uh, Game Pass or something like that and, and like enjoyed it because you didn't pay for it. Like would have been bummed if you paid 60 bucks, but yeah. feel good about paying, you know, essentially nothing for. I don't Mine is probably, and you guys are going to have to help me remember the name of it. It's made by Bethesda. It was a sequel, um, and it might have started with an Oblivion. R. Um, it was like a like a post-apocalyptic wasteland kind of thing. It might have been made by a Rage. Rage. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm -hmm. Rage 2. So... I remember. I think that's a really good answer. Yeah, actually, I remember seeing um, like the the trailers for Rage Two and going like that game looks so good. Like it's like ultra violent and really colorful. Like in a, in a world where yeah, it's got a really nice art yeah. style for that post apocalypse. Yeah, and like look. I did not buy it, and then I played it on Game Pass, and it was a solid seven. Like kind of repetitive, yeah. like the story was kind of weird, was not nearly as crazy and nuts as the trailers made it, but still it wants you to think like it is, solid, yeah. like a really, really solid yeah. 75 out of 100 game. Um, would have been pissed if I'd paid $60 yeah. for it. <laughs> That's a pretty good answer. I did buy the first one, I think. Um, I wasn't necessarily unhappy but just because it's a it's a pretty linear mm -hmm. shooty game so it's like you kind of play it and you're yep. done um i don't know i think we've just been conditioned to like be turned off by that yeah. now where that kind of used to be how games were so i don't know if i was necessarily upset but would i have been more pleased um and i think i could say that for pretty much any linear yeah. game it's like if it was on game pass i enjoyed yeah. it yeah, I probably didn't need to buy it to add it to my yep. collection, but um, I can't really think of too much off the top of my head because I honestly I don't play stuff on Game Pass that yeah, much. Yeah. That's just not I'm not the same user um, to play a lot of different games like that. I've tried some stuff in here and there, and oftentimes I won't even necessarily finish it. So I don't know if that's those are valuable answers. Yeah, it's all right. What about you, Cole? Can you think of anything? I cannot think of a single thing that I was like real excited about and then didn't buy it. Yeah, didn't buy it because usually if I'm <laughs> yeah, that's excited, a, yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. And too. I think the thing is, is like nowadays that's I'm, happening to me more and more and more often because I'm like oh, that game looks great, like but I'm not paying money for it. That's dumb. Well, uh, I'm usually like the opposite where I buy it and then like three months later I'm like, oh cool, I haven't played it yet. But it's yeah, game that is so. like <laughs> literally the story of my life. So it me and I think honestly that's why I've stopped buying as many games as I do because so often they come to Game Pass or I mean, they're free on Steam or they're part of Prime Gaming or, you know, whatever. So, like, 
loop hero has been on my wish list for a long time but like i wouldn't be mad if i'd paid whatever full price for that yeah. game cause it's awesome and i i've got a lot of those where i'm like wouldn't mind paying full price for that and like it hit game pass yeah. but i can't think of ones where i'm like at uh what a you know sucked if i'd paid for it <laughs> but free cool. is definitely cool uh, all right, question from our deacon. He says, why do you think the PS5 has outsold the Xbox Series X? Uh, Asia market? <laughs> yeah, do they just have a bigger market overall? Oh, I yeah. Mean, like, the, is... there was a point in time where the Asian market, like, it figured was like a 99 to 1% yeah. of things. That's That's why. I assume Cliff was going to talk. I was. My, my dog was barking. Bark. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And I mean, I think even in the United States, I think you can't discount. Um, like coming off of a like generation where you didn't sell a ton. Like, well, let's be frank. The, the reason is probably, can you can Colby? still be Colby. The reason is actually probably the connect. Like the reason <laughs> that the Xbox is yeah. outsold or the PlayStation has outsold the Xbox is that they insisted, uh, like the Connect and bad marketing. Like when you move from the 360 generation to the Xbox generation, um, Xbox really wanted to become like the key component of your your home entertainment center. And like, first of all, I think that right. it was coming at a time where people didn't really have home entertainment centers as much any longer. Um, but also people didn't want that they they liked having you know uh, no one wanted their cable box to be part of their their xbox like i i've actually done that it's such a weird thing you can plug your cable box like the hdmi out of your cable box into your xbox and then out from your xbox and watch it that way and I'm, there's no reason to do it there's literally no reason to do it except that maybe you don't have enough hdmi ports but that decision like that marketing decision and, well, and I was actually running my, my Wii U through it. It worked fine. Um, that marketing decision and then the insistence that, that every new Xbox includes a Kinect, which Kinect. made the Xbox yeah. cost $100 more, I think right. is the reason that the PS4 greatly outsold the Xbox One. Um, and it's just gone that way ever since. Um, right. That and... People that like first-party PlayStation games really like first-party PlayStation games. Um, I personally do not. I don't like the kind of games that, that first-party PlayStation games are, but I think I am a minority. Um, so, I don't know. Uh, I, I think that's the reason, though. Do you think that the fact that PlayStation was like first also like you've had people that have been playing playstations before xbox even yeah. existed so it's just like you just over time just have people that have bought into playstation since i think one. that's part of it and it accounts for something but the 360 really outsold the ps3 um because the ps3 was right. just a weird boom well the, i think yeah, I think Sony yeah. buffed the PS3 up a little bit. Like they had these different versions. Some were backwards compatible. Some weren't. They made like eight hundred different PlayStation. Well, they like, made like six or seven hundred dollars. It was super yeah. expensive. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think they kind of. Yeah. Yeah. I they, I just think that there's a lot of small factors, and I mean, I'll be frank. 
I think that the other half of it is that's that Xbox just doesn't care. Um, like I don't think that like they probably did at some point. Um, but I think especially with the advent of Game Pass, they're making so much money off of the people that that they do have that it's not a big deal that they don't have you know other pieces of it. Um, they're doing just fine, so they don't need to worry about that. Um, but yeah, if they cared a lot, you'd probably be able to find one on a shelf. Well, still, I mean, I think the thing is, is if they cared a lot, like. Xbox and I guess Microsoft has so much money, like so much money, they could they could probably outmarket Sony. Uh, I mean, honestly, they've got so much money, they could probably just buy Sony. Um, you know, if they really cared, they could probably poach Sony's top talent over to Xbox. Like, if they really cared, there's a bunch of moves that Xbox can make. I just don't think they actually do because they've got what fifty thousand or fifty million. No, twenty million Game Pass subscribers. Yeah, a of, a many, a many million Game you know Pass subscribers that are paying somewhere between ten and fifteen dollars every month, and they're fine with that. So, uh, Rich's other—I won't say follow-up question. It was just his second question: is, is which do you pick, a churro or a soft pretzel? Like, given given the choice, uh, would you would you rather have a churro or a soft pretzel? So I'm going to go best of both worlds. Cinnamon and pretzel. Say cinnamon pretzel. <laughs> <sighs> I think honestly, that's probably the right yeah. answer too. Like, like those the ones from uh, what's yeah. Pretzel Maker? Yeah. Those oh, are those are so good. good. Those are real good. Yeah. Either. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure. I have a. I'm not like being a Disney fan and saying like, eh, churros are okay. I think is a little bit of a like. There, there are places where that could get you stabbed. Um, and they're right. fine. There's. There's definitely better churros and there's definitely better pretzels depending mm-hmm. where you go to. And I don't know if I've had the best of either. Yeah. Um, f- I've had some pretty good pretzels. I, I don't think I've I don't think I've had a real good churro. So I think that the thing to think about churros too is that like the churro you get at Disneyland or Costco or wherever you're getting your churros, that's yeah. not the best churro. The best churro you're gonna get is a homemade churro from I mean, not homemade, but a a a made churro from a Mexican restaurant. Like, mm. you want a, a good churro, exactly, those things yeah. are great. And frankly, are far, far closer to a soft pretzel, to be honest. Um, right. So, those things are delicious. Like, I'm trying to remember the place we used to get them every once in a while. It, it might have been Terreros, actually, in uh, in Washington that had, like, a really good, like, churro, churro yeah. plate that was pretty good. I never really think to order. By the time I'm done with Mexican food, most of the time I'm stuffed. I'm not really. So, yeah. Um, But, like, yeah, I mean, ultimately, I think Colby's right. Like, churro pretzels are the way, or churro pretzels, cinnamon and sugar pretzels are the way to go. They're delicious. Uh, That's questions. Thank you, everyone, for for questioning us. Let's talk about some cheap. Thanks, Thanks, Clyde. Clyde. Good man. Let's uh, let's roll through some cheap free games real quick. Uh, Epic Games this week is Beyond Blue. It's a single player narrative adventure that takes you deep into our planet's bleeding, beating blue heart. Colby says it's good. Um, in a game called Never Alone, experience the epic journey of Nuna and Fox as they search for the source of an eternal blizzard that threatens their survival. Uh, it's good. Can you play both those? Yeah, nice. Yep. Uh, 
Beat both of them. Game Pass. Uh, Loop Hero is already out, so go play it. Colby says it's good. Iron Brigade is already out. Uh, Cloud and P- console for there. Uh, Ghostwire Tokyo, Cloud PC, and Xbox Series X, April 12th, so that is already out. Uh, Mr. Plight says it's good, and he's glad he didn't pay for it, so I guess take that as you will. Uh, NHL 23 coming to console if you have EA Play, so you need uh, Game Pass Ultimate for that. Came out April 13th, so that is out. Today, Minecraft Le- Legends coming to Cloud Console and PC. Uh, the piglins are threatened to consume are threatening to consume the overworld. Are you the hero this gentle land needs? Colby, are you that hero? Colby I might, might be, be that hero. Um, would you like me to sing I Need a Hero? I'm, yes, I, I would. Uh, Coffee Talk 2, Hibiscus and Butterfly is out April 20th on console, cloud, and PC. Uh, Medieval Dynasty, Xbox One, is coming out uh, April 20th. It is already available on the PC and Xbox Series XS, so this is a release on the older Xbox One system on April 20th. Uh, Homestead Arcana, or Arcana, maybe? Cloud Console on PC and Xbox Series XS, April 21st. Uh, you can become a farming witch in Pyre. Oh, this game looks really good, actually. You, it's a, it's like a farming sim where you are a witch, and I'm excited about it. Um, cassette Beasts, April 26th, coming to PC. Uh, pass your cassette player and get ready to press, press play. Collect awesome monsters to use during turn-based battles as you adventure into the open-world RPG, Cassette Beasts. Yes. Sounds it does fun. sound fun. Uh, Blaz Blue colon Cross Tag Battle Special Edition coming to Cloud Console and PC April 27th. It lets you create your own crossover dream team with the beloved characters from a total of eight titles, including Blaz Blue, Persona 4 Arena, Under Night, In Birth, RWBY, and more. So a bunch of games I've never played. You'll love it. Uh, the Last Case of Benedict Fox is coming out uh, April 27th on console and PC. Uh, taking the last case of Benedict Fox and dive into a twister role of secret secret organizations, forbidden rituals, and cold-blooded murder. Sounds good. Uh, Redfall, that game looks dope. It's a new game from Arcane. It's coming out to Cloud Console and uh, PC, Xbox Series XS, May 2nd. I There was a lot of news this week that is only releasing at 30 frames a second on Xbox, so we should probably death threat someone? Is that the... Yeah. Hell yeah. Let's find like someone who has nothing to do with it. Per death threats. Uh Town of Redfall is under siege by a legion of vampires who have cut the island off from the outside world, trapped with a handful of survivors, slay alone or squat up in this open world FPS action game. Looks really good. I'm very excited about that. May 2nd, just in time for Colby's birthday. Uh, and then Homestead, oh no, that's Homestead Arcana, we already talked about that. So, those are the games coming out uh, end of this month and early next month, and some of them are already out. Good stuff. Uh, leaving Game Pass, uh, April 30th, you probably are going to want to finish up Bug Snacks. So, I need to need to get Bug Snacks out of the way. Yeah. Ooh, uh, Destroy game. All Humans, which I've heard is good. Uh, Dragon Quest Builders 2, which is a game I was really excited about until I heard it was like 60 or 70 hours. Uh, Tetris Effect, which is great. Um, it's Tetris Effect Connected, actually, too. That's the multiplayer version. It's a lot of fun. And Unsold uh, are all leaving on April 30th. So get those out of the way if you want to uh, beat those before they leave. Xbox Games with Gold this month uh, because we're way into the month already, but some of these are still available. Uh, Out of Space Couch Edition, April 1st to the 30th, and Peaky Blinders Mastermind, April 16th to May 15th. I heard that that game actually just got delisted in a bunch of places, so I guess this is your last shot to get it. It's also available on uh, Prime Gaming right now if you want to grab it there. Uh, I don't understand how PlayStation Plus works anymore, um, but that's fine. 
Uh, PlayStation Plus Extra and Premium. You can get Kenna Bridge of Spirits, which looks great. Um, Dune Eternal, Writer's Republic, Wolfenstein 2, The New Colossus, which is freaking fantastic. Uh, Slay the Spire, which is fantastic. Monster Boy and the Cursed Kingdom. The Evil Within, Wolfenstein, The Old Blood, which is, I think, the only Wolfenstein game I've not played. Uh, Bassmaster Fishing, for those of you who don't like fun. Paradise Killer. Didn't you play Paradise Killer, Cole? Yes, I absolutely yeah, I loved it. Like that. And then Sackboy, A Big Adventure. That sounds like a porno. Um, coming to PlayStation Premium Classics, which I think is the cheap tier, maybe, is Doom, Doom 2, Doom 64, Doom 3, and Dishonored Definitive Edition. I would just like to point out that like 80% of those games are owned by Microsoft right now, and you'll note that they are just keeping them to themselves and not letting any other system have them. Um you know, anyway. Uh, then finally, we've got Humble Bundle this month. Uh, the Family Game Night Share Time Together Bundle. For 10 bucks. you can get these 10 games. And man, is it a wild ride of games we have here. Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl. Cobra Kai The Karate Kid Saga Continues. My Little Pony A Maritime Bay Adventure, Ben 10 Power Trip, Paw Patrol the Movie, Adventure City Calls, Jumanji the Video Game, Nickelodeon Kart Racers 2 Grand Prix, Gigantosaurus the Game, Fast and Furious Spy Racers Rise of Shifter, there's a number of number of numbers in Shifter, and Little League World Series Baseball 2022. It's like the most random games. The only thing that ties all of those together is they're all probably okay for your family to play together and they all feature between two and four player co-op <laughs> so wacky wacky games but for 10 bucks i guess you could do worse i'm personally excited about uh my little pony a maritime bay adventure <sighs> all right guys we did it we made a podcast all i have to do is remember to actually post Woo! it do you guys have anything else you want to chat about before i outro us you should remember to post it. I'll do my best. We are Bite Me Podcast. You can find out more about us at bitemepodcast.com or on social media at Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram.com slash bitemepodcast. You can join our Discord and talk to Clyde. Ask him your own questions. Get him to answer those questions at bitemepodcast.com. Force him to answer those questions. Force him to answer those questions. He can't not. If you spell his name right, he is obligated to answer. Um, I... I'll be honest, I hope there's a lot of data that gets released from like what people do to these poor AI once they loose them on Discord, because <laughs> I can't imagine anyone is using those in any sort of way that is productive. Uh, but you can go to uh, bikemepodcast.com slash Discord to come hang out with me and Colby and Dylan and Clyde. Um, you can join our Extra Life. When's Clyde going to be a guest? <sighs> so I asked Clyde if he wanted to be on our podcast, and he said yes. So I don't, I don't know exactly how I can make that happen, but I'm going to work on it. Um, you can join our Extra Life team, bitemepodcast.com slash Extra Life. You can uh, join our Patreon at patreon.com slash bitemepodcast. And you can, just, just like Clyde, I can force Dylan to say goodbye on this podcast. Do it. I'll, make, I'll let Clyde do it instead, Dylan. I'll fire you and replace you with Clyde. Think he knows he's on mute? I don't know. <laughs> Bite me. <laughs> Bite me. Bite me. Bite me.